The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by Mullen Labe Cigars. Every man dies. Not every man really lives. It's a movie line. It's the fundamental principle by which this premium, organic, small batch cigars are made. Their tobacco has a 200-year-old generational line and is grown in soil free from GMOs, fertilizers, and pesticides. Mullen Labe Cigars are produced in small batches, and when they are gone, they're gone. Their work is marked by an outpouring of skill and pride. The result is a cigar that defines the luxury smoking experience one worthy of your finest moments. Celebrate your biggest victories with Maolave Cigars. Shop today at M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E-Cigars.com or check out the link on the BBB Discord channel. Maolave Cigars, don't wait to experience something great. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Play him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Go. Thursday, everybody. What is up? Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapen, the book, Matt Peralta, the Bostonian, live on our Twitter and YouTube at Boston versus the book. Sports grid overnight replay, midnight replay, 9 p.m. Pacific time. I'm wearing red. Dave's wearing green. There's a police song somewhere in there. How are you, sir? What is going on today on this Thursday? It's been a hell of a week, P. Rowe. <laughs> a, a couple of days ago, we were talking about curtains. Thought the show was curtains. <laughs> Yesterday, we got a little sticky with some things. little discussion, a <laughs> little bit of laughing. Um, it's amazing what, uh, what the people notice and what the people see. Um, who knew that when you touched another man's hand and it stuck to the palm, who knew? But late <laughs> night last night, we'll get into that as well. We got to actually get out and meet the people, meet a couple face-to-face, meet up with brigaders. Might have some value down the road, might have some fun. It might be okay to get in touch and hang out with actual, real human beings, which is what we did in Vegas. And now it's Thursday. It's a light card today. Light, jeez! Thank, <laughs> thank goodness for two for, for two hockey for two playoff games, a hockey game and a basketball game, because otherwise it'd be a zip going on besides the PGA. What about the baseball? So what five games going on in baseball, and three of them are going on right now? Actually, being played right now, four games. Which again, if we get distracted, that's why. But we're here. We're focused. We're ready to go. Um, no swearing again. I no don't think again. so. Right. No. Yeah. But no. um, there will until, be laughs until, until bonus time, until bonus time, which, yeah. again, at the end of the show, there's bonus time. There's best thing about today. And uh, there's a lot of things along the way before we get there. But we're here. The brigade is here. Thank you guys for being here. Um, it's Thursday. It's not roll call Friday, but we're uh, we're ready. We're ready. Yeah. So good stuff. All right. Last night. You made mention of it. We had a chance to come out and see a couple of people from Indiana. 
couple of brigade members who have been real big diehard supporters of the program and guys who came here made their own hats. We didn't buy it for them. They made their own versions of the BVB hat, which was super cool to see them do that and had a chance to hang out with them. I talked to them for about an hour before you showed. And then I think you stayed another what, hour after I left uh-huh. to hang out with the guys. And and look, I kind of said this to those guys, but I'll say it on the show as well. It, it, our schedules are nuts. Okay. Yeah. But when we have the ability, if you guys are going to be here, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're going to be here, let us know. And we'll yeah. try our best to come down and meet you guys. And, yeah. you know, Vegas is a really cool town because everyone comes here like once a year, once every two years, whatever. And when you guys are here for whatever event you might be coming in for, hit us up. Um, my DMs are open at sports talk, Matt on Twitter to say, Hey guys, I'm going to be here for those dates. You know, I know we're already seeing people RSVP for the circus shows on June 8th and June 9th, yeah, baby. which is very cool. So we already have like four people have told us they're coming to town for it. So that's really cool to see you guys say, Hey, I, I'm, I'm either it's my birthday or I'm taking a vacation or it linked up. I just happen to be in town that weekend or whatever it might be. So we want, to interact more with you guys now here post COVID as we're now into this opportunity for the show where there's no one that's going to ask us, you know, guys, you got to sign a waiver. If someone's going to come and hang out with you guys, you got to sign a waiver. You know, you can't do this because they might get in trouble. And if that happens, the company's liable baloney. Okay. That's now done and gone. We don't have to ever answer those questions ever again about just going and hanging out with an adult at an adult place. Right the voicemail. So, those calls are going right the voicemail. We'll never get We're them not again. taking those calls. No, no more. No more. So no more. definitely tell us. And so it was really cool to hang out with a couple of guys who were in law enforcement in Indiana. Wow. Uh, and we put, took up pictures. We posted it on our socials. So yes. very cool stuff last night. That was a lot of fun. It was a late night. As you mentioned in the chat, it was, it was, I think I taped the juice at midnight last night. Which was <laughs> not normal for me to tape the, tape the podcast. Definitely a late night, but good Thursday or a good Wednesday night into a Thursday. Yeah, it was fun. It was a, it was a lot of fun. And when it was another Dave and Ryan, and it was a pleasure to meet both of them. Um, Midwest guys, like you said, law enforcement guys, there's people from all walks of life watching the show, listening to the show. It was great feedback for me because they listen to the show a lot of times while they're doing other things, whether it's, shift working out whatever it is they listen to the show a lot of times after the fact and i was like well is that is that a problem and they're like no the show is good we want to hear sometimes it's fun to listen after because we hear whether you're right or wrong but we hear the case being made already knowing the results right i said there fair that's awesome um as far as like what you're coming to town for it doesn't matter and right yeah i mean Particularly, I don't really need to know if you're having title shots or, you know, you're here for work, conventions, speakers, all of the above. Carve out some time that works for you. And me and P-Roll, we're especially good mobile at night. Yeah. Especially if you don't have Maddie and I can, you know, make sure the kids and the wife are spoken for. Not that I'm saying they're okay with, like, me and you going out at night, but, like... (laughs) It's okay if I'm saying yeah. I'm meeting P. Ralt and yeah. some brigade people, and my doing? daughters right. are like, 
Are you serious? There's people right. that would actually want to come to town <laughs> and talk to the both of you. Like, right. don't they listen to the show? Don't they get enough of you? I'm like, yeah, but we just we get to hear their stories. Yeah. And, and that's the fun part of all this. Look, I I don't know what it is about this show. And we talked about it with the, with the guys with David Ryan last night. They both had their own personal stuff. I won't air it on the show, but they both said to us, look at for in Ryan, this to me, he said for two hours a day, I knew I was going to laugh. I wasn't right. laughing. I, I wasn't laughing. I wasn't enjoying myself every other hour. And I told him the story of me doing the show as I was going through my divorce. And I was like, yeah, I was like, it was the same thing for me. And he was going through stuff and he was like, you know, just hearing you kind of say what you had been going through and then us replaying the shows all previously before you in October came out and said, this is what happened for the last year. And we all were like, whoa. And it reminded all of them about having to go to work in the middle of what was happening. I mean, they work in law enforcement, so they can't exactly bring their feelings with them. They got to be on point. They got to be you know, on and make sure that they're on when they're doing their shift and taking care of whoever they're taking care of. So it's a great reminder. It's a great thing for us because we get to learn about you guys, but it also understands that like we all are getting something from this. We're not talking really at you guys as much as we're all kind of enjoying ourselves for a couple of hours each day. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's there's fun. no talking at, it's talking with right. and listening to each other. I mean, if you get the show, you really get the show. Yeah. And getting together, that's going to be the goal kind of for the fall of 2023. I think we're going to try to figure something out. And then going forward in 2024, I think we'll we'll try to do these things. You know, we, we talked a, a lot yesterday with, with a gentleman who, who opened up both of our eyes to a bunch of different things. It's great. And you guys can reach us here-ish every day we do the show. You get in the chat, yeah. hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. That's great. Do it on the audio podcast, wherever you get podcasts, you'll hear the show, but you can reach out to us. My DMs are closed, but if you text me or tweet at me and don't come at me like these bots, bots. Though. like, <laughs> like we've been talking about some things very risque this week and in now bonus they're all time. following me. Only in bonus time. Only in to be, bonus time. To be fair. Although, no, actually, baseball was not in bonus time yesterday, but it was all the innuendos that were going on. The baseball was right in the middle of the rundown. That's You're right. right. Yeah, I mean, but right. listen, that was good stuff. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't mean to make you laugh. No, it's phenomenal. I mean, if I'm laughing, the just... audience is laughing. That's the key. That's the that's what that's, that's the magic of what goes on. And it's, right. you know, if they think it, if I think it's funny, Chad Star, <laughs> they think it's funny. So it, it all works out perfectly in people. And then Mikey also makes memes that make me die laughing. <laughs> and then he posts them inside of our Discord channel. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like, I was rolling last night. I showed Mikey, I showed Dave your... Um, curtains, as we'll call uh, it. He, he, he said it to me. He, I saw <laughs> it. It was just <laughs> gotta be careful. Yet, oh, you can't. Yeah, it was that. It was. It, it was phenomenal. You know, it was so yeah, funny. It, was it right. only exists oh. in the in the Discord channel, bvbshow.com. If you guys want to be a part of it, right. and I, I think one of the, the most entertaining things about when we talk to you guys and when we interact and when we see you guys, either by a DM or in person or or doing a Twitter Spaces or whatever, we get to kind of talk to you guys is we hear it from you and then we hear it from people in the know who are in the industry that literally flies in the face of so many of the of the suits we'll call them 
for people who say to us about what the show is and is not. Yes. And people out themselves all the time about whether or not they actually understand what this show is and will be. And so many of you understand what the show will be mm. and where we're going. And you want to be on the ride. You want to be a part of this. Cause you're like, oh, you know baby. what? This is fun. We want to be here and be a part of this. We want to be a part of the brigade and it's That's open true. to anyone who wants to be a part of it. It's That's just true. remarkable. The number of people who don't want it to take off, <laughs> who don't want it to happen for whatever reason and will be impediments on purpose. Impediments. Yes. We're really ramping up the vocabulary on this show. The last couple of days has been unbelievable. I'm very, very impressed with the word impediments because it's politely describing roadblocks. Correct. Big ass <laughs> boulders yep. that are blocking the way. And do you remember when they moved that big rock for Tiger at the Phoenix Open back in the day when they said, oh, this is a natural thing. We can move this, whatever. Hold on. We're doing the show. Right. Get on the road, listen, watch, be a part of it, or always forward, never straight. We'll turn left. We'll turn right. And we We're going to keep going. Yep, and we will. Impediments be damned. I agree. So let's talk about last night. The Boston yep. Celtics did exactly what I thought they were going to do. Good call. Collapsed. Good call, p -Roll. You said, I mean, I agreed with the plus eight, but you said, I think they could lose this game. Mm -hmm. And they did. And they it was a Jimmy Butler game. I don't know what Jason Tatum needs to do to be more consistent, but oh boy, he's so inconsistent. He had oh three boy. turnovers in the fourth quarter. He had two travels. He wasn't touching the basketball nearly as much as he should have. And you saw it. The difference between Spolstra and Missoula down the stretch. Boston is not good in tight games in Miami thrives on it. Boston better win games. And look, the numbers are all there. It's 16 straight ATS performances when game one at home is lost by the home team. Yeah. Game two, it's 16 and no ATS. So I do expect Boston to kill Miami in game number two. That's what but, you said last night. Too. Yep. I said it yesterday oh, before the game. I said Boston will win, lose game one. They'll kill them in game two. I think the series goes very similarly to how the Philadelphia series goes. Boston won't play their best basketball until they're on the brink of elimination. It's just the way this team is wired for whatever reason. They do not have it in them to be front runners. They've got to be playing from behind with everyone saying they suck. And then Tatum goes for 51 points and everyone's like, oh, okay. I mean, it's a frustration from a Boston perspective, to say the least. This is a little bit of a problem, is it not? Because it I is. feel like you're playing... With fire? With the grown-ups now. <laughs> with fire. With yeah. the heat. With Jimmy. Yeah. Spolstra. Like, That's the problem. Spolstra's the problem. You <laughs> can't problem. get down over and over and over and come back. This isn't the Sixers. This right. isn't a, Doc. A, a combustible you know, team that was just ready to blow up. And, right. Or... You know, you always hear this expression in the, in the book and even on, you know, a lot of content-based shows, they folded like a cheap suit. Mm. The Heat aren't folding like a cheap mm. suit. They're going to be around. That's why that and, plus two and a half 
bet for the the that's, you know for yeah. the heat. It was that's, like that's okay, nice. thank you. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, wait yeah. a minute, what are we watching here? And it kind of goes right back into the next conversation about the totals, not just in the NBA, but in hockey. What is going on with the books in terms of totals? They were way off with the Lakers and the, and the Nuggets. They were way off with the Heat and the Celtics last night. What is going on? Ah, oh, P. Roth, there's a lot of there's a lot of BMs, which is code for bookmakers, that are asking the same question today. I got a call from a guy this morning. Wasn't you, Les? But I appreciate you being here and watching the show. It was from someone else that said, "Are they kidding with these totals? Right, what are they doing?" With the totals, the one yesterday, everybody had it. Rhombuses, parallelograms, bad guys, squares, circles. I saw Celeste triangles. They all had it yesterday. The line went from 210 to 213 on the day of the game. Tells you the number's wrong. Number's wrong. And, I mean, the adjustment is what? Game two, Friday. Miami, Boston. Oh, 216. Oh, okay. Now we got to find the top and work backwards. Um, The hockey, I can't explain. We did the show. We've done the show. We've talked about hockey as much or more than a lot of people do. I love it. You learn to love it, betting it. You've been good at it. Had a nice season. Yeah. The playoffs, they just won't move the number. I, 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 you, I mean, why? I, I don't mean, know. We'll get to it later, but it, the total being five and a half tonight is like, what, what? <laughs> don't know. <laughs> okay. Don't I mean, know. like, I you keep know. on putting these numbers don't up know. in front of people. And like, even the Boston Celtics heat game in game two, it's like, wait, what? Tonight, I'm going to kind of contradict myself a little bit tonight because I actually think the game goes under tonight, but with, with the Lakers and the Nuggets, but it's, I just, I don't fully understand when people are looking at, the game and the bookmakers are looking at the numbers and the models are spitting these numbers out consistently wrong. And nobody's raising their hands going like, Hey, have we been even close recently? Like we're getting beat like consistently, but Oh, you got game seven, right? Congratulations. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that yeah. is that the, it feels like that's the justification after six games in the series go over game seven goes under and they're like, Oh, see, told you like the stars went under. That's the number. <laughs> Because you got it once. Great. That's the number. Ha-ha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't Good know. Job. <laughs> yeah. oh. Good job, guys. <laughs> Sometimes they like to do it with both hands. Yeah. Yes. You know like, way to go, guys. Tap do yourself that. on Remember the back. Remember that thing That's when you were a kid great. and you used to do that and then turn around and it looked like you were. Oh, good. What are you doing? <laughs> yes. Making saying, out. Yes. You remember when it did that when you were a yes. kid? Uh-huh. Um, Tyler's in the chat. Hi, Tyler. Tyler's got models. People okay. got models. People got Hobby Lobby got models, too. Numbers wrong and numbers wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Eyes in pace of play and the way the team's talking. I mean, it's like everybody knew that the Nuggets were going to run because Michael Malone said it. He said, we're not interested in playing against that half-court defense for the Lakers. We're going to run as much as possible. I love it that he told everybody. He said, I mean, we're going to come out and run. Oh, wait, is he playing us? Is he telling us? No, we're going <laughs> to come out and run. Yeah, And we did. And it made but- sense. But now, I mean, the adjustment tonight will be the Lakers won't let them do it tonight. The Lakers are going to take the air out of the ball. Are they? I I think they're going to. They're yes. changing everything that they do 
and they're taking they don't play up tempo. Lakers Lakers generally want to play a more methodical game. I mean, defensively, they want to play more more methodical. Offensively, when you get live ball turnovers and long misses, that allows for runouts. And I think they're going to slow it down tonight. Play it through Anthony Davis. I mean, it was the first time all year that Davis scored forty points and they lost. So right. I think they know they can't play that way. Like they can't compete with the Nuggets if they're, they got to go slow, take the air out, bleed the clock, play your game. That's play how I think tonight. Your game, I love that. Um, so line's the next coming down. Total or the line. A line is coming down. Yeah. Sideways. We'll, we'll get to that. I'm on both. Okay. I'm on dog and under, but we'll get to both. So explain this to me. We talked about this a little bit with our friends from Indiana last night, but the Boston Celtics lost game one and they are now bigger favorites in game two Correct. than they were in game one. Zigzag the, and the, 16 and oh, you said it. Everybody okay. knows it. The Nuggets won game one. Right. As six point, six and a half point closing favorites. And they're now. It fell six though. It fell six, but they're now smaller favorites than they were. Betting the Lakers. In game one. They're betting the Lakers. (laughs) What is? It doesn't make Lakers. I mean, we're just assuming it's one, one in both series. That's what, that's what everyone's saying. I mean, a book's just trying to get ahead of it and try to figure out where we got to get to the number and sit. Mm-hmm. Like you just want to get to the number. You're not trying to handicap it. You're not trying to spread out the numbers. You're just trying to get to the number and let the people bet. So the starting points got to be a certain thing. But it was nine and then 10 and a half last night. And now it's ba- back to nine. Ba- 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 ba. What do you make of that? Why was it 10 and a half on the East Coast? Why was it 10 and a half? Uh, we'll have to ask some people behind uh, behind the curtains <laughs> if you want to really know. That's a very strange number. Very, very strange. I mean, like, does anyone think that Boston... You showed it to me on the phone because I didn't yeah. believe you. I'm like, nobody's at 10 and a half right now. And you're like, look. And I went, <gasps> just like that. I was like, wow, it's 10 and a half. It didn't last. No. I mean, it's just a, but sometimes we see things in the book that just feel like a mirage and aren't. And, Certain I mean, 10 and a half, I, would, I mean, would have loved to have seen 10 and a half here in Vegas, but that's why it wasn't here in Vegas, because people would have, would have you know, jumped on right. and hammered it. Right. I mean, even if Boston wins, I can't see Boston winning by 12 or 15 points. I mean, maybe, I guess, but like, that's so heavy for a playoff game involving Jimmy Butler. I just don't see them getting killed consistently. I think Boston wins game two. I think they win game three. They lose game four. And then it turns into a best of three for five, six, seven. Series goes seven. Series goes seven. Yeah, I thought going in, I was like, Boston's not winning this thing four one. I don't think they win it four two. Odd short shirt today looks good. By the way, you coordinated. You're starting to really coordinate the outfits very nicely. I like what you did there today. But there was a tweet on Odd Shark. Did you see it? It was an NBA communications letterhead with the script for the rest of the playoffs. Have you seen it? (laughs) No. Oh, it's fake. But okay, (laughs) it's fake. Yes, it's fake. Because it just described exactly what you said was oh. going to happen in the Eastern Conference. It makes sense. I mean, it's not like I'm. Did you read you know, the script? No, it's. I, I'm not being like Madame. You Cleo. got a copy of the script? No, I'm not. I'm not being like a prognosticator, Notre Dame, on this. It's very easy to see that this series is going to come down to a game seven, because Boston cannot avoid a game seven. It's just what they do. 
Mm. I mean, the, Boston right now, said yesterday, they only play when they have somebody pitting them up against the wall and taking their lunch money. Then they fight. I don't like that. I don't like that picture that that creates I, I, because I remember that as a kid. I never took anyone's lunch money and I was always trying to help the kid that they would try to pick on. But I don't yeah. like that. But they um, didn't. How much was lunch right, for you? But why do they need wait, that? Wait, why how, do they need How much that? was lunch for you when you were in, in, in when you were in elementary school? Do you remember? I never once bought it unless it ever. Was wow. No, my mother packed a lunch. I ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for I think it felt like twenty five. Every years. day. Every day. Every single Boy. day was the same thing. It was a wow. peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Um, maybe some string cheese once in a while. Um, a piece of fruit, most ideally an huh. orange. And uh, yeah, I always mix. I always mix up Madeline, whatever she's got. I always mix it around, but she doesn't. You remember, she she, she do you doesn't remember buy munchos? either. Munchos? No, I do not. Mine was a dollar fifty, and the reason why I ask is because the fifty cents always fell out of the kids' hands whenever the kid was getting picked on. It was always you always heard the sound of the change in the ground. Like he would have he would have it in his hands, and then they like they knock it out of his hands or like this was elementary it. school was a dollar fifty. I believe so. Yeah. That's expensive for back then. Eh, not really. I mean, it was the late 80s. I don't know. It's like yeah. 86, 78. 75 like cents was pizza day at the at the elementary school. Pizza Joe called him. I called him Pizza Joe. And he brought in that square pizza. Boy, that was oh, good. No. Square pizza what? was awful. That was the cardboard stuff. Square pizza was that good. Was, when, no, when you were so bad. Fifth well, grade, that was yeah, a big I mean, treat on Friday. Pizza, pizza, right? Pizza. pizza was any pizza, but it still wasn't very good pizza, though. It's cardboard. Oh, pizza Joe, come on. It was all like, man, the, those school lunches were brutal. <laughs> they were just absolutely brutal. Well, that. I don't know about you know Madeline, but the Kendall's figured out that she'll take. Anything from the house rather than the school lunch. Oh yeah, Maddie won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hot lunch. She calls it. They call it hot lunch. And like yeah. she, ne- she has never had hot lunch. And she, uh-uh. she barely eats her own lunch. Our new fight with her right now oh, is boy. the fact that she gets a. Tw- they have twenty minutes for lunch, right? Why is it so fast? They don't, don't even know. let these kids sit down and eat. I used to go and sit with the kids, like when I was off, just to you know sit and have lunch with my kids. They would let the parents come in. Nice. It's like a, an assembly line. They yeah. run them in, sit down, eat really fast, and then boom, get your butts outside. What and is Madel- going on? And Madeline doesn't eat. She talks. That's her That's her socializing time. She goes, I had, she says to me, she's like, I have to make the rounds. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I don't eat. I go and talk. It's like, Maddie, then you come out of school and you're starving. She's like, I know, but I got to go catch up with my friends. I got to see what's going on. She, it was like, it was like, you just can't wait. She's like, no, it no. can't wait. I have to nope. go talk. Nope. It was like, nope. so she, gets, she like devours her lunch now on the way home from school. And I'm like, Maddie, eat your lunch when you're supposed to. She's like, I'd rather talk. <laughs> oh God. This is a problem. Rich <laughs> Ma, I saw Rich Ma in the chat. He said his kid refuses to eat school lunch. Yeah. A lot of kids refuse to eat school lunch. It's brutal. It's tough. Yeah. What was I, your favorite snack though? Like you said, what was it? Fritos? No, my favorite snack? When you had, like if you had like a bag of, you know, cause do you got the mini bags of like the, the ruffles and the, so we we had that for a while. I used to go to Costco and have all of that. And then bento boxes have kind of changed everything. Oh, so it's all segmented. So she has different segments. So it's one like lunchbox, all different segments of stuff. So you fill all each up with different things. So like 
She has healthy snack day, call it, where you can either right. bring fruits or vegetables. Right. right. And that's all they, the, the school is like, don't bring anything else, fruits or vegetables only. So like she always takes either strawberries or a full cucumber to, to school. And then she loves Cheez-Its, Ruffles, Goldfish. Um, and we put in a vegetable of some sort. So I just, I, I rotated all through. Her new thing is she's into prosciutto like crazily. She absolutely loves prosciutto. So she doesn't like sandwiches. This kid's getting very bougie very quickly. Oh, she's real bougie. Madeline's real bougie. She's getting bougie Oh, she's always bougie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, I mean, she likes, you know, she eats sushi with me. Like she she eats salmon with me. She's going to be very high maintenance. Oh, yes. Without a doubt. She's my daughter. Of course, she's going to be very high maintenance. But it's funny because like she won't eat a sandwich. She likes it deconstructed. She wants the bread and the meat. Doesn't want to put together. (laughs) <laughs> why is this? Why do these kids do this? I mean, I'm watching it now. I see yeah. the, cru- the the crust come off first, yeah. and then you open it this way, and like, what are you doing? I'm eating. You're not. No, you're, you're not. not. That's not eating. Right. You're creating art, <laughs> and then you're eating your art. What are yep. you doing? But I get looked at like I don't know what I'm talking about. Hey, we got a great question from the chat that I wanted yeah. to just bring up right now. Um, TP, are you with me? Okay. Question mark. Just said Dave. I slash we want this show to take off. What is holding it back from breaking new viewership levels? Wow. That's a really good question. You hit me with right now, TR. Um, And I don't know right now, but I would like to. We've got a lot of things that we're trying to accomplish. where having it take off might not be as needed as, as, as necessary that we've, we may have been, we may have been thinking about this the wrong way. And we're starting to, we're starting to get coached into the idea that we maybe need to think about things a bit differently because I come from a broadcasting standard where basically everyone's going to ask you, well, how many people do you have watching? Well, yeah, we might, phone call we might be asking the wrong question. We might right. be, instead of worrying about that, we may just want to have you guys <laughs> and, and, and not worry about that question ever again. Right. So we're trying to figure some things out, but we appreciate it. The best thing is the like, subscribe, and tell two people about the show. That's the oh. best thing to help. All those right. are the two. those are the those are the two things two. you can do. Okay. Send the show to two buddies. Send the links to two friends, brothers, sisters, moms, whoever, and just say, "Hey, this show is interesting. Ever thought about it?" Take the audio. Sometimes people would easier listen to the show, and then they get. I know people listen first and then come to the live show after. True, because. It's just easier. I mean, some guy, Marchetti, if you're listening or watching, he said the way you talked about me, he thought I looked like McLovin. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Was weird. I was like, what do you mean? That's odd. What in the hell? When have I ever described you? I think that I look like McLovin. But when would I? I don't. I was starting to think, like, when have I ever described you? I don't don't know. Ever described you you. sometimes on that juice thing that you do, but like, I was like, how did he come up with McLovin? I think I, I think we know, reason, I know McLovin. I, I think mean, it's because the school, Phoenix. I think people, when I call you the school of Sherapan, when I say I've gone to the school of Sherapan for the last oh. five years, I think they get an idea of like a, prof, like you're a professor. Like you look like a person that would be like pocket protector glasses come in and like, I'm, I'm learning from a teacher. I don't think that they really conceptualize what I mean by that. When I say I've been going to the school of Sherapan. So I think that's why. I'm going to make a line right now. I'm going on. To ask you. Do you think ever in my 52 years on this planet Earth uh-huh. that I have ever had a pocket protector in a pocket? No. 
I don't think Jesus. those things even exist anymore. <laughs> like, I don't think they ever because you think even, there's kids watching a show right now that don't even know what we're talking about. I don't because pens don't exist anymore. Like, who uses pens? No one pens uses pens. Exist. I got pens all over. They place. don't. People don't, people don't write. They people don't use a writing utensil. What? I mean, when did this happen? They don't. It's amazing. Like what? No. Madeline's penmanship is so bad, and I'm so not concerned about it because we're not going to have to worry about it. No one's going to write anything anymore. It's all going to be digitized. Or we're going to be. This is this is it. You're just going to write with your finger. That's what's happening. What? What do you? You have to write. No, you don't. I was. You don't. I write. When you communicate with people, how do you communicate? I write notes all over the place. Well, you're a rarity because most people do not. It's in a phone. It's in a text. It's in an email. It's in a tweet. Son of a, everything's changing. It's people. This 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 is not this is not going to be a thing. Like we're not going to need this. Like it's going to be all digital. I got pins all over this joint. Great. All over. Okay, it's I great. write stuff down all the time. Good. You're going to be a rarity. You're a dinosaur in that in the world right now. It's not happening. People aren't doing anything. Communication oh, is all going to be done through a digital typing and writing and talk to text. Madeline, when texts I send somebody something, yes, I handwrite the note. And there's something special for that. I, I agree with that. That's a special thing. But if you're going to write a just a general thing to somebody you aren't writing it down the only time we're writing things down really is when you're signing for something you're signing your name at a bank they got that docusign thing you don't even do that i sign docusigns every single week for the cars oh sorry for the cars i get delivered i don't ever sign it's all they have my signature in there your your microphone shuffle timing (laughs) is good so comedic timing (laughs) even my buddy keith Frederick, <laughs> Frederick, he said when he watched the clip of the curtain, uh-huh. when you went, yeah, it's just, it's just, I, it's just it's, it was yeah. the timing is yes. so good. And it, you, uh, they picked it up nicely. So it's, it, it, it added to the perfect, perfect. mic drop of, because somebody thought I dropped the mic literally, like I dropped my mic. I didn't drop my mic. I dropped my hand, which smacked next to the mic, which sounded like a mic drop. So it worked. It was perfect. It was perfect. I can't believe this that nobody writes anything anymore. That's a lot. Of, that's actually discouraging. Think right about now. it, man. I just Madeline texts. She she doesn't have. She can't text like her iPad is only on Wi-Fi, but she can. Uh, if you have an iMessage, if you have an iPhone, she can text me from her iPad. Of course, she does it with her voice. She says, "Hey, Daddy, it's Madeline." Blah blah blah. She talks and it sends and then hits send. Oh no no no! We she do doesn't, all the, we, she doesn't we even type, type it out. No no no! She did, really? it's talk to text. Oh no! So that's I mean not only are we going to I'm unable of, to do that because the damn thing picks up makes up words like it sounds yes, like I'm saying does. something. Of course, but yeah, it's, it's, that's so going to be it, we we're going to have Amazon oh. wired phones, Amazon wired houses, where you're just going to say. Hey, Alexa, oh. whatever. Sorry if some of you were listening on the speaker, but you'd say like, hey, whatever, or hey, Siri or whoever. And then you'd go ahead and just have the text or have the email or have whatever be sent out. I mean, it's it's wonky, like how close we are to being use of wonky, I like it. in an environment in which you don't really have to leave the house. I can order an entire, everything I have purchased at Whole Foods, I can order by just telling Alexa to do it. I can say reorder everything I just bought, have it be delivered. 
And it'll say this, it'll say confirm, you hit confirm, and two hours later, everything I just bought at, at, at Whole Foods previously shows up on my front door. I never have to leave my house. I like to get out and see the people, <laughs> see yeah. the sunshine and talk to people and stuff. I'm going to the bank today after okay. the show okay. to deposit a check. Okay. My wife is like, what are you doing? You why know aren't you doing do it mobile? on your phone? Yeah, why are you doing it on your phone? I want to go. And just go to the bank. I got something to do this afternoon. I'm going to the bank. But you can just do it right now. You can do it on your phone. I don't want to. What's the, why? What's because the I want to see people. Why? I want to get in the car. I want to drive. It's a mile and a half. Okay. I want the bank tellers. That's fine. Maybe give me maybe the best thing about today. We'll be running into somebody at the bank. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm going to the bank today. Right, Nobody fine. does that anymore. They keep telling me, you don't have to do that. Why, why would you, don't, you do that? You don't waste your do time. I don't you don't have to do that. All right. So the Padres got more bad news. Machado has a has a fracture in his hand. Got hit Switched with an off-speed to the baseball. pitch. Switched to the baseball. That was a transition to the baseball. Yeah. We saw this last night. That looked bad, P-Roll. The Padres currently enter play today with a 20-24 and 24 record, eight games okay. behind the Dodgers in the National League West. They are 11 and 13 at home. They're nine and 11 on the road. They have a negative eight run differential and they're two and eight over their last 10 games. Not good. This was one of the odds on favorites to win the whole darn thing. People love the signings and the flash and the dash and stuff. And then they forget baseball is a grind. 162. You got to, I mean, it's up, down, it's grind, it's get hit, it's hurt. It's all this other stuff. This is not good. This is this is <laughs> this is gonna hurt the lineup. They're I mean, Tatis with back. I mean, it's down now. Right, Tatis what? comes back, and now you lose Machado. They're in trouble. Diamondbacks <sighs> are not going anywhere. The Dodgers are going to be near the top of the division all year long. This is bad for the Padres. So from a betting perspective, are you looking to jump on other West teams like the Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks to make the like playoffs Diamond. or to, you know, I mean, obviously they're a fade in these situations that, you know, we're going to get to the A stuff. I think that'll be a fun mm -hmm. segment. We'll just bang that out. But yep. the Padres over the next month, if he's out 30 days, I mean, they go 500. Right. In that 30 days, they still have a losing record. And now we're at flag day. Well, in June, they're two and a half games out of the third wild card spot right now at the start of play tomorrow. Yeah. So they got work to do, but they're not out of it by any means. The Marlins are a playoff team. How about the three playoff teams right now? Wild card wise Diamondbacks, Pirates, Marlins. Why did you say Pirates like that? Like it's so shocking. They're it right shocking. there. All three of those teams are shocking. I have a Why? I have an over 75 and a half win total bet on the Marlins, so I love that. Marlins that's, already have 22 wins, which is great. That's good. Your ticket on the Pirates, they've got 23 wins. That's great. That's a good start. You're at 66, right? 66. Yeah, I'm at 75. So I'm I got nine more. I got nine more wins than you're gonna you're gonna get. You're more importantly, I got that head-to-head -head bet with Iggy at the uh, at the Alma Cafe. I have Pirates, he has Cubs, and I have plus 10. The Cubs are in six. Oh, gosh. Cubs have 19 wins. You have plus Hell 10. Yeah. Oh, Chicago. What's wow, wrong you, with that? You got a four game lead. So you're up by 14 games at the moment. Don't remind me. I love Ooh. it. 
every time Fourteen I walk kids. in, I go in and pirate stuff or <laughs> whatever. I say, how the Cubs doing? He right. goes, oh, sit down at the counter. You know, Be quiet. That's fine. Uh, why do D-back pitchers kill birds by accident? Damn, bro. This story is crazy. The the, the mathematical odds. a breaking odds, ball, too. Right. Hit him, hit him with a breaking ball. First, it was, do you remember when Randy Johnson did it in a game? I was watching it live. Were you really? I was like, oh, my God, what did he just do? I remember. I was like, I think he killed a bird. And then he, he cut away. Did kill a bird? Then he turned into a he ball of dust. He obliterated yeah. the bird. The feathers went everywhere. It went everywhere. I'm not making fun of it, you people with the pets and making all this stuff. Don't come it. at us. It's a bird. It was a bird flew in the wrong well, spot, are, the wrong time, are, by 95 mile per hour. Birds are animals too. What do you mean? Animals, <laughs> yeah. you mean? Well, they're animals, but still, I mean, it's like give me a break. Don't fly. And I mean, it's no fly zone, man. Smack by. But Zach Galen hit it with a breaking ball. In killed Oakland. the bird. So in it wasn't Oakland. like it wasn't at home. It wasn't right. like an Arizona thing. It's completely coincidental. You know, Zach Galen was five years old and Randy Johnson did that to the bird to feel, if you want to feel old, he was five when Randy Johnson did it. I mean, now I feel old. Thank right. you for that. I appreciate that. I, he goes, I don't remember as happened. a kid, but I've seen the clips many times. He said after the game, Oh man. Yeah. I remember it. I don't know. There's, I mean, like, how do you – what's the sound of that? Oh, boy. With a breaking ball, I don't know. With the fastball, I would have loved to have heard it. It was pre-HDTV. It was pre-really good mics, mics. It was just all of us watching it. Uh, I remember seeing it on SportsCenter. It's like, he did what? <laughs> Randy Johnson did what? How did that happen? Like, what are the odds of that? How is that even possible? Randy Johnson's reaction was awesome, too. He, he like, threw it, and then you saw the bird, and he like, recoiled. He was like, what just happened? When it goes, boosh, and popped. It's no good. Uh-uh. It's, I mean, like, have you ever had a bird fly into the windshield? Of course. Yeah. It's scary, actually. It's a little bit alarming, right? Yeah. They don't sound good. The a worst thing that ever ha- the worst thing that ever happened to me was I hit a bird and it was stuck in my grill of my car. Come on. Yeah, it was really bad. It was mangled. It was live. It was awful. That was the worst. In Alabama, driving from Huntsville to Birmingham. <laughs> Were you alone? Oh, yeah. Sucked. Pulled over the side of the road, saw it. I uh, didn't know what the hell to do. It died. Like this was young P Ralt. This is me in my 20s. Yeah. <laughs> didn't know what the hell to do. I was like, I don't I'm like what do I what do I and then it died <laughs> while I while I was trying to figure out what the hell to do, it died, but it was a lie for a while, like mangled in my grill. Speaking of young P Ralt, I just yeah. I just remembered this right now. I meant to ask you about this like for days. Okay. You tweeted that tweet about show a picture of yourself when you're 19. Oh, yeah. And uh, my friend Tim put up the picture of me and him in the Adidas, yeah. but, which I'll get to in a second. But your picture, uh-huh. what the hell was that hair? Oh, yeah. Me at 19. Oh, yeah. yeah. You yeah. couldn't even see your face because of uh, the flap. Oh, yeah. I had, I had long hair. I I, I, I get tied it, tied my hair in the back. Oh, yeah. I went through a whole, whole phase. That, that, that was my Brit invasion phase. The Oasis stuff. That was my brother's. Uh, that was Ben's graduation party. That that picture was taken. You you. That I was in college. Really? Yeah, <laughs> that was me as nineteen year old in college. <laughs> that was my freshman year. <laughs> all this stuff is all starting to as we do the show more and learn yeah. a little bit more and more about each other. And this is this explains a lot. I saw like, that picture okay, that and I was sense. like, "What the? I almost did the yeah. what the? Right? You know, if like uh-huh. what is that hair?" 
everyone said that, like, what happened? I was like, what? That was my hair. Like, can you recreate that? I'm like, no, I don't have hair to recreate it. <laughs> it no, no, no. I ain't ever growing like that again, no matter no. what. Just for no. the record. It ain't no. ever growing. I'm 46. Like that it ain't happening. No. But at 19, that was, that was, I mean, that, that was, was my look, the cargo shorts and the Brit shirt, whatever, whatever the Brit shirt was. Okay. Beautiful. It was a, it was a, an Oasis soccer shirt that I was wearing. It was my favorite. That was my favorite shirt at the time. I loved that shirt. And that was my high school girlfriend that was next to me. Oh, in that picture. And that was, what was yeah, her name? Nicole. Nicole. Okay. And it was, that was the, uh, my brother's graduation party when it was for when he was graduating high school because he graduated early. So mm. I was, he was two years behind me, but he came out early that summer. He came out early. So okay. that was a, uh, that was that party. And it was, I remember I, I can like the day, everything. I remember everything about that. And it's just funny that that picture exists. And so I was like, all right, I'll tweet that out. And then someone was like, that's not you. That wasn't you. I was like, oh, yeah, it that was most me. definitely was you. <laughs> I was saw me. your face, but yeah, I could me. barely see your face because <laughs> you had the flap over uh-huh. your face. Oh, it was yeah. curl like it, it had the wigged out curl. No, it was, it, it, was, was it was the center part. It was a center yeah, part. Yeah, but it and was then, a flip. Yes. It was yes. a flip thing. Uh-huh. It was yeah. the style. You shave underneath. that You shave, have it shaved underneath, and the hair flies down over the top, and you tie it in the back, and... I told you I was very much into my musical time. That was when I was going to be a musical person. I was going to be in the music industry. Oh, that was the whole, that was the whole game plan at the time. And then everything changed when I realized I didn't want to do that. (laughs) When I interned, they said, this is not what you want to be doing the rest of your life. You're going to lose a job real fast. I was like, Oh, okay, let's go do sports. (laughs) And so we cleaned it up. We got the hair cut nice and we looked all good. Gotcha. And away we went. Yes. But yes, that was a very good picture. Um, for you, for those of you who are golf fans, somebody asked to ask me in the DM said, why did you and Dave not talk about the PGA? I, I mean, I don't know how you feel about this tournament being in May, but it's, I'm still getting used to it. The PGA being in May. It's, they had a frost warning this morning. They had a frost delay to this thing yeah. this morning in upstate yeah. New York. I have decided, I don't know if it's, rightly or wrongly, but you've influenced me a lot on this is that like, I've looked at what I'm really bad at and like for the daily juice, I am like, I am up in like almost everything except the UFC. Like I'm down five units in the UFC right? and I'm up on everything else. Golf was like that for a long time. I was really bad at golf last year. And so my interest in betting in golf is just sort of like, I'm not good at it. What am I doing? Like, just watch it. I like watching it. I don't have to bet it. I'm not good at it. I mean, we there's so many people talking about it like now in the golf content space, and there's there's guys I respect. I mean, between you know, I did Dubsy was on with Gabe and I, or Gabe and Cam and I, and Steve Hennessy from Golf Digest was on. Nice. And, I mean, there's money um, to be made. I'm, I'm not saying there's not. Yeah, I mean, for me, I'm just not. Just, I I don't watch it enough. It's, I don't live it. You gotta live it to really bet golf. It's like baseball. I just think we're so deeply engrossed in the other stuff that agreed being unable to get that deeply engrossed in the golf is an easy solution. We don't have to really worry about it. Like yeah. there might be some in golf in game opportunities after a round or during a round. After the cut like is basically that. when I'm going to think about. I much something. prefer that when yeah. I really take the time and watch or talk to certain people. Brady Cannon is another one. There's a couple golf guys. Jeff Dawson's pretty good at the golf. He's doing some golf stuff today. Um, that's when I'd rather dive in when there's there's so much randomness. Yeah. And this 
when you throw in the possibility of goofy weather, eh, right? Eh. Yeah. It's it's not it's not yeah. great. Scotty Scheffler is currently tied for the lead. He is done for the day. Three under par. Corey Connors, three under par. Bryson DeChambeau, three under par. Keegan Bradley and Bryson DeChambeau are both playing together, and they're both still on the course. Yeah, through uh, yeah. this dude, this random guy who I never heard of before, but the PGA is the PGA Championship is known for this because the guys who get into the field aren't that used to. I mean, Ryan Fox from Australia. Never heard of him, but he is at two under par. Okay. So is Hovland. Justin Suh is a guy I'd never heard of, but he's tied for fifth as well. So those that's your top five so far here. So it's going to be one thing I like about this golf course, about Oak Hill and the weather. It's really a hard golf course, and it's got, P, it's got U.S. Open type of rough. So there was a great like, bet on Fandle yesterday. Yeah. Is it minus eight or worse? Or minus nine or better. The price for minus eight or worse at the time for the winning score yeah. was minus one fifty, and minus nine or better was plus one twenty two. Which again, the split stinks. Yeah. It's not should be much more plus with the juice if you're doing a minus one fifty. Minus plus one thirty is fair. Plus one twenty two is not really. But you think this is high scoring or, or like does the winner put up a double digits minus ten if the weather goes even a little bit south under eight's going to come in eight or under yeah eight or under if or eight, eight or less eight minus yeah. eight minus, minus seven, eight or six, less five, right it, yeah if, if it's if it's like today i would say 10 probably is the winning score but right. it's new york it's upstate new york you could get any wind whatsoever and that golf course is going to be an absolute bear to deal yeah, with i mean they got the, the par fives are 634 and 612 Narrow with huge there's, rough problems. There's two par threes that are 245 and 234 or something like it's long. Yeah. 7,300 plus yards with um, par 70. Like Dubsy kept talking about, it's not usually a major with a par 70. Yeah, it's so, just because it's so Oak Hill is such an old school course. This is yeah. the, fourth, the fourth time, I believe, it's hosted the PGA. But Oak Hill has hosted the Ryder Cup. It's hosted U.S. Opens. Like, mm. they just redid the whole course in 2019 and added three new holes. So no one's played a major golf championship yet on this on this exact course. So we don't know exactly what the score is going to be. But when we're dealing with cold temperatures, I don't know about you, but I hate golfing in the cold. I hate doing anything in the cold, but I hate golfing in the cold. Uh, I had to learn how to play the game after, uh, like when I was home from college and working and I played on Mondays and Tuesdays and whether mm -hmm. the weather was whatever it was, we were playing on Monday right. or Tuesday. So I had to learn how to play and all that stuff. I had to learn how to play with the big jackets and the the, hat, the beanies and all yeah. that stuff. I didn't like it, but I learned how to do it. I was yeah. a pretty rain good mother is, at the time. Rain is fine. I, I can play in the rain. Yeah, I hated the rain. I hate the rain, oh, but I can play in it. I don't, I don't like it, but I can play in it. Cold, mm -hmm. the golf course is not set up to be cold. Like when the ground is crispy, when you're walking and you hear crunch, crunch. That's yeah. Nice. You're putting. It's so much. It's so much more difficult to putt on a green that's that's frozen or it's got frost on it. It, it sucks. No, really, not not fun at all. So, not. When's the last time you green. went to a golf tournament? Oh my gosh! Like, I just went to a course and watched you know, watched watched a day of golf or attended a golf tournament. When when's the last time you did it? 
I went to the Shriners here. Okay. Like the That's- second year I moved here, like in 2017, I think. Okay. Was the last time? All right. It's been a while. It's been like six years since I've seen professional golf in person. Okay. I think we got to put it on the docket. Oh, this no, no, no. I'm going this year because it's it's a it's a FedEx Cup event this fall. They moved it now. It matters. We'll have a whole star-studded field here. Yeah. Golf here has always been the silly season. And then they realized maybe we want to take advantage of Vegas. Let's actually give Vegas something right. that actually could be fun. Yeah. And so that's another thing that's here. I mean, people we have an, I mean, the NBA made an announcement today about a thing happening this summer, but like the amount of we'll get to sporting, that. I saw it on a run though. The amount of sporting events happening in 2023-24 is just stupid in this city. It's, and, it's, it's, and by the way, if the Knights win, they're going to be hosting the Stanley Cup Stanley Finals. Cups. Which, yeah. Yeah, Stanley Cup Finals could be here. The WNBA All-Star Game is here. Yep. The WNBA Finals could be here. Mm-hmm. And it could be New York against Vegas. Two, yep. two super teams playing each other. That yep. could be here. The um, We know f one race will be here in November, and then we'll have the Super Bowl here <laughs> in February. Just a couple things. Just a couple Might things be a little going bit on. busy. All right. So we talked about this yesterday. The A's are about to enter into a stretch tomorrow. Yes. That is insane for a team with 10 wins. So Not we said good. we said we'd go through this to find out how many wins on the 16th of June when they play the Philadelphia Phillies. How many wins do we think the A's are going to have? Okay. okay. They play three games at Houston starting Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Zero still. They get swept. They play four games at Seattle. One. So they have one. They're one in six to start this run. Yep. They play three games at home against Houston. One. They'll win one there. I think they'll win one. I'll give them one. All right. There's two. two They play three against Atlanta at home. At home. Yep. Atlanta's good. I'll yep. give them one. So now I have three wins at the end three. of May. Three. First series in June is at Miami. Three games. Mm. I'll give them one. All right. I'll say one, two. So now four. we're at four wins. Three against Pittsburgh on the road. Don't even say it. Don't even dare say two. They're going to win <laughs> nothing in Pittsburgh. They're going to get swept in Pittsburgh. No, they're not. They're going to win one. One. I agree. They'll win one. One. That's so five, five wins. At Milwaukee for three. Jeez. Right? You said <laughs> 10 yesterday. I said no like way. Seven? Maybe they get two there. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're not two. getting two. Seven. And then they end with a four-gamer at home against Tampa. One. That's eight. Under 10. So you, they'll have 18 wins. That's a good number. When we get to June 16th, they'll have 18 wins on the year. After that, they play three against Philly, uh, three on the road to Cleveland, three on the road to Toronto, which is not an easy trip for them. Home for the Yankees, home for the White Sox before we get to the 4th of July. They're going to have less than 25 wins at the 4th of July. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that bad. It's, it's a tough bad. schedule. They, that's, they have that, a tough that's, run. That's, that's, that's bad. 
I love I mean, the chat, by the way. The chat is all welcoming in people who are coming in now. Nice. Again, if you come in now, please hit the like button. And I hope you're subscribing to the show so you get it on please. time-ish when we start. But hi, Lisa. Everybody likes to say hi to Lisa winning Las Vegas hi, in the Lisa. chat um, because we don't have that many female people, uh, women watching the show, which right. we could. I mean, we're trying. Um, dude, that's bad. <laughs> That's bad. What's the lowest win total in history? Do we know? The Mets lost, I believe, 116 games. 62 Mets. I believe that's the most. 1899 Cleveland Spiders went 20 and 134, but that was when it's 154. Okay. So for for 162, the worst record... um, for a 162 were the Mets. The Mets went 50. Oh, no. What's 114 plus 47? Yeah, it's 54. Yeah, it's 54. So, yeah, the worst for 162 were the Mets. 50 wins. 50 and 112. 1965 Mets. That's in in jeopardy. Yes or no? (laughs) Yes, 100%. That's in target for the A's. That's in jeopardy. That's in jeopardy of being broken. Yeah. Legit in jeopardy of being broken. (laughs) So, I mean, like, as as someone now in the space and betting and all this other stuff. Run line, run line, run line, run line, every game. You just lay the run line against them? Every game. Every game. Run line, run line, run line. Yep. Forget the juice because juice is going to get 210, 220, 300. It's going to get get super expensive. Uh, Friday, it's minus 120 on the run line. Yeah, you're going to have to lay juice. Oh, it's going to be at one point that. this summer, I expect to be laying like 150 juice on yeah. the run line against yeah. the ace. <laughs> at home, Houston at home with Framber against yes. somebody or something. It'll be, yeah, it'll be minus 350. And again, and the juice on the minus one and a half will be minus 150. When they oh. win, yeah, go even harder right afterwards. They're not going to win. I, I'm going to say this. I don't know if the A's win three games in a row this season. They might win two. I don't think they win three games in a row. Put it in the chat, boys and girls. How many wins will the A's have on what's the date? June 16th? June 16th, yeah. Is that flag day? Uh, it might be. I don't know. It's somewhere around there. Right? June 14th. June somewhere 14th there? or June 16th. I can't remember which one, but Sounds it's right. flag day. So it's June, say June 16th. How many wins right now do you guys think? Because they have 10. Right? They have 10 right now? Right now they have 10 wins, yes. Wow. They ain't even going to have 25. I'll say 23. Uh-huh. <laughs> Under. Under 25. I would agree. They're going to have a really, really rough run. And as they go towards the worst record in baseball, their attendance will be basically zero. They've already set the record for the lowest attended game since 1979 this week. When they do, when they come back on these road, off these road trips, and they go one in nine or one in seven, one in eight on these road trips, no one's going to go and show up to watch these games. So the kids, somebody must have saw either your tweet or they saw it somewhere, and they went, "We were out eating," and they go, "Daddy, were there really only two thousand people at the Paid. A's game?" Paid, and she was like, "They get more people." 
at the at the Aviators games, percent every Wait, night on a, Friday, on, a, on a firework Friday. They every quad, night they get, they get at least two thousand people. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Wow, we got a twenty-one. We got a fifteen. We got a seventeen. We got a nineteen, a seventeen, thirteen. Holy crap! Wow. I'm, I mean, this is where, again, I've read a couple different books. It's one of those the, the strategies that's mentioned in, in, in Rob Meech's book about identifying the worst teams in baseball and then spending all summer betting against them. I worked just, with a guy, um, Brooklyn Joe, and he had moved out from New York. One of the best guys I ever worked with at the counter. He decided to bet against the Phillies because they were going to be one of the best teams. So he was taking a dog price against them. He was so aggravated by August because they kept winning. Yeah, that's dangerous. He didn't win enough. I don't want to fade a a, a potential good team. I want to be surprised. You got to stick with it and you're going to lose five times out of seven days every single week. Sometimes you lose all seven days when they win or go to a six game winning streak or whatever. So he's just trying to capitalize but, on the plus 300 price that he gets once a week. Yeah, that's not fun. You win that's, three games in a week, you're up multiple units, but it's annoying as hell. So fading the bad teams is much better yeah. than trying to fade the good teams. But the price sometimes, like the price is going to be absurd. Well, maybe. I mean, look, these, these are the scores for the losses. For the for the A's going back to let's just take it back to the 25th of April. So for the last month, basically, 5 3, 5 They've only lost by one run three times in the last month. <laughs> it's a good sample size. We didn't even have to ask SoCal DJ and look that up. For so, us. I mean, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 games. The nice. run line's 18 and three. <laughs> Don't make it complicated. <laughs> Don't make it complicated, brigade people, and people listening to the show. Just when they lose, they lose on the run line. So it's right. worth putting. It's worth, forget the money line price, just lay the run line price. And yes, there will be some weeks where maybe they get hot or they lose by one or two. But if you stick with it, I think this is going to be a profitable way of attacking baseball this year is just, I'm, I'm really trying to do this thing of like, I did it in hockey with hockey totals in the first period. Thanks to Chris Otto's incredible information. I'm doing it again tonight, but like aim small, miss small. Try to limit the markets. Try to find markets that I think that there's easier not to beat, but just where you have more of a smaller sample to execute your betting, where you're not looking at the whole game or you're looking taking at the, out the randomness. You're yes. reducing the randomness. You're yeah. actually yesterday we did the curtain open. Yes. Now you're closing. You're yes. narrowing the focus right, right. there. Home. So. And baseball, and and that's hopefully a better approach than what I did last year, when I was kind of spraying all over the place, and all it comes back, place. and it comes back to like where I've been with MMA and where I've been with other sports that just, you know, 
I, I haven't been good. So if, if I'm not being good, then like, what am I, like, what, what am, am I doing? doing? Right. right? Well, what am I why, doing? Why am I, why am I doing this? So like in, in hockey right now, official plays, I'm 87 and 78, 52.7%. Okay. I'm up 6.1 units. Nothing wrong with that. In the NBA, I'm 28 and 19 for 59.5%. I'm up eight units. Okay. And I am three and eight in, in combat sports, boxing in, in MMA, down 4.7 units. Oh. So, and then, so like, you know, my parlay betting, which I stopped, I'm down two units betting on parlaying. So I'm done betting parlays. So like that has hurt me from having a very successful overall record because I've been betting things that I'm not winning at. So now I'm trying to limit it oh. and only bet things that I'm actually doing well with. This Major is League crazy. Baseball is is basically flat. It's 14 and right. 14 this down is, a unit. And that's what it's going to be until we get more data. We get more things to show themselves. We narrow yeah. the focus a little bit better and we stay very limited in the approach bet it's against the boring, A's. No, I mean, it's going easy. to be betting against the A's in the run line. It's just, it's, it's like, so I've kind of, I kind of coached the audience a little bit to, to say like, look guys, like we're going to try to win here. And it's, right. I, I was very concerned in the first iteration of, of hosting the daily juice. I was very concerned about having a bet on the PGA, <laughs> having, having a bet on Haney versus Lomachenko having like, whenever there was a big event, I always felt like I, cause I was a content creator I had to have a bet on these things. We had this discussion so many times off the air. And, and you would tell you, me, what are you doing? I would be, I said, I'm I, a content creator. I have to create the content. And you would say, did it win? No. Well, then that's not good. You should try to win. <laughs> you have to balance it. But like yeah. the hockey betting is very similar to the baseball betting. It's every day. It's a money line sport. The catcher or the pitcher and the goalie have very similar type impacts on right. the line and on the games. And it's so numbers based, although baseball's changing a lot with oh, the total, right? Because if there's more runs being scored, there's more things happening, stolen bases back. So right. it's not so much like hockey that you can keep it reined in, but it's, it's, I think it's a good method. It's, it's fun to, to see, you're not, you used to feel that pressure. We would talk to you, you'd be like, yep. I got, what do you think about this fight? I'm like, I'm not even watching it. Why? Well, I got to come up with something for the weekend, like for the listener. And I'm like, well, I right. don't, but right. why do you have to? Well, because right. I can't just bet on against the A's again this week. <laughs> well, yes, you can. Right. I guess yes, you can. And bet the under. That's, I mean, the thing that I learned from the audience, and I actually had to ask the audience, I was like, hey, if I'm betting just like Edmonton overs every time they play, do you care? Like, no. <laughs> like if I bet first period <laughs> under every game, do you care? No. <laughs> like it just whatever if you think it's gonna bet and hit, let it see it, bet it, and then let's see what happens. And then no, they'll trail afterwards. And they're like, right. this is great. Go with with run with it. You know, if you're betting just my NBA and my NHL plays right now, you're up what? Uh you're up a combined. You're, you're 14 12? units, yeah, 14 12, units, yeah, whatever. It's great. <laughs> so it's, 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 that's yeah, all you're betting yeah. is hockey and NBA. It's you're up 14 units. And that's all they, I've just, I had to learn a lot. This is what's the beautiful thing about the daily juice and why I'll be so thankful for what it created back in, in COVID was I learned the life. Now you, the school of Sherapan helped. Obviously I was a mold. I was a thing of clay and I've molded this thing now, but 
the every day looking at the numbers, every day looking at the board, overnight numbers versus what the game goes off at, all these different things. And then us talking about it as to how the line has progressed has been the most interesting part of my broadcasting career. Yeah. Because even today, I watch a lot of people who are in the radio space who became content creators in the sports betting world, and they know they've not gotten to the point that I'm at. They haven't hit the light bulb hasn't gone off in their head as to where the line is and what it the line never. is doing. They may never because you, and I, and I'll, I'll be completely honest. And that's okay. I wouldn't have either. If it wasn't for one, this show and two, me betting every day and being able to utilize your information and what you see. And now you, this is what the audience tells me all the time because I speak for them in a lot of ways, asking you the questions that they have. And so, because I'm doing the same thing, I'm asking you the same questions that the audience has as to like, okay, let's go right to the Nuggets game. Why the hell is the Nuggets five and a half? Why is it going down when the Nuggets covered, it pushed at six, but it covered the opening number of four and a half and five. Right. Well, aren't the Nuggets going to win game two? They're 41 and seven straight up at home this year. They're not going to cover. That's what that's this. That's what the movement tells you. I mean, but but they bet the Lakers when the number went to the certain point. There's just a price. We're buying a price. We're not buying the result. And that the price is the biggest thing I've had to learn because the number is five now. Right. Yeah. Caesars is five. South Point's at five. Five for the Superbook. Circus at five and a half still. But minus oh five. Yep. They're five and a half minus oh five. So. Whoever's sitting down there right now is going, see if anybody will lay to five and a half, make it 05. Give them a little discounts. Put it out there. See what they're doing. Right. See if anybody wants to lay it because we need to know what's the next move. Because if we go to five and they don't lay it, Uh-oh. I don't want to go to four and a half. Not after the game just fell. I don't want to open up another number. Right. That it could fall. We already started at six and it's bing down. Now we've got to wait. I don't want no more numbers falling. Mm-hmm. Told you Which I makes- a couple guys after game one. Wasn't good. Right. Fall six. What do you make of the total tonight? It's now down to 226. It still seems high to me, even after what happened Why? in game one. Because I think the the logical theory is that the Nuggets won't shoot the way they shot in game one Heard and the Lakers and the Lakers won't run the same way Heard that they that ran too. with the Nuggets. Yes. So is that wrong? Well, that's good. No, I mean that that's one theory. And if you like that, you like the under yeah. and it's kind of correlated, right? Like yes. if you like under, you like Lakers. Correct. And if you think that Denver can some, they cannot, I don't want to say they can't, but they are very unlikely to do what they did in game one and make all them shots and yeah. get out to that big lead. Yeah. Cause some of the shots were just stupid. I mean, they were silly. I mean, yeah, they were just, just yeah. prayers. That, that so, got hit. um, you, you figure it to come back a little bit, which would, which would make it tougher to get to that total, but the numbers, right? Like this is the number. When we talked about game one, people can go back and listen. We both said 222 and a half or 223 just felt light. I would thought, a lot closer to 230, mm-hmm. 226 and a half, 226 is what it is right now. Oh, circus test in the waters at 225 and a half Woo-hoo. at South Point. It's Chris is at 227 along with Caesar. Yeah. So now we got some yeah. guys doing some booking us some games, which I love. Yeah. 
I love when we're actually booking the games and we're not, you know, doing yeah, circuit color by numbers where we circuit and an numbers. offshore place are the only two at two twenty five and a half. The open was two twenty three and a half, so yeah. it was bet up and then it's coming back down. Uh, I think the two twenty three and a half was one of those ghost numbers where they okay. just show it. It was already okay. up to two twenty seven and two twenty six. Pretty half. fast. It's okay. coming down at two twenty five and a half. I don't know. I like over again, but again, it's boring. It's the it boring. Is what it is. I, I, I think regression happens tonight. Uh, the Thrive and Prosper pros, profit of the day being brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. We've hit this on back to back days now with Jokic in game one and Brown in game two. Brown got it easily last night. So did Jokic. I'm going to go with LeBron James over 30 and a half points and assists. It's minus 105. It's actually juiced to the under tonight. I think LeBron's got a big game in him tonight. What's the points? What's 25 and a half? Oh. So only he only has to get five assists if he yeah. gets the points, bro. Five and a half is the is his assist prop. Huh. Um bah, bah, bah. I... <laughs> I love when you threw me off. <laughs> you threw well, you threw me off. I, I mean, you've been doing points and rebounds. Uh-huh. And it's a lot easier to handicap those, I think. I mean, it was so obvious with the brown one yesterday. I don't know if this is obvious. I, I, I think I kind of like I think I kind of like under. It's up to 32 and a half. They're gonna bet it anyway. Steam's steaming, it's steaming up. This is this is wild. The last two games, this has gone over. It was 32 and a half. He had 39. It was 30 and a half in game one. He had 35. Now it's 32 and a half. It was 30 and a half an hour ago. Now it's 32 and a half. Assists are up to six and a half. That's the, I guess that's the, that's the part that's getting hit. That's, pretty hard. Yeah, so 24 and a half on Fandle right now is his points. And his player assist is six and a half with big juice over. Well, that's, I mean, both of those now I'm peaking. It's probably an overplay. Yeah, I think it's like probably LeBron, an overplay. I like I like LeBron to have 25, 26 points and then have seven, eight, nine assists tonight. Have, have a have a big day. So we mentioned this quickly before. The NBA is adding a three day event here in Las Vegas. <laughs> like we don't have enough stuff going on this. Summer I mean, seriously. It, but this is brilliant because one of the coolest things that happens here in the middle of the summer. And if you ever come here for July 4th, the UFC does fight week, which is a week long convention. In which they have tons. Are we going to get those past the credential things for that? If you want, I'm never here. I'm always gone. I'm never here for the for the Fourth of July. I'm always in Boston. Oh, I always go home because you can. I fly on the Fourth. It's great, cheap flights. It's what's awesome. You going to do that again? Yeah. I just it's a matter of when I'm when am I leaving? I don't know when I'm leaving yet. I might leave oh. on June 26th and come back on the fifth. I may leave on June 30th and come back on July 8th. I don't, I haven't figured out the whole details as to when I'm leaving, okay. but that's right. my, every summer, that's my vacation. When I get out of here, that's when I always, I have Madeline for two weeks and we're going to go and figure out, I'm trying to convince her to drive to, I have to go to a wedding on July 1st in Nashville. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to go or not, Ooh. but I'm trying to get her to drive to Nashville. From Boston? No, from here. From here. Chat. Tell them. She won't. She doesn't. I'm trying to convince her. Like we could I do. I wouldn't want to drive with you. For the, Why not? That's three days. We're so fun. We go. I get. We trek out the whole thing. We go to different parts of parks and cool things, and it'll be awesome. She's nine, so I. It's she's too young. She was 15. Maybe she might like it, but she's too young to really get into it. And My enjoy kids it, will but, go with you. They right. asked me to do that. 
right. want to drive across and see some ballparks. Just yeah. So you could do all that. You could set up all different things. You could do different tricks. I did it with my sister when I moved twice, when I moved from Boston to Texas and Texas to Nevada, that's how we did it. We, we had, we, we tracked where we wanted to go and we stopped in all these different cool cities and did all these did fun stuff. Did you get trip ticks from AAA? Did you get no. the trip tick maps? What? No. Why? What? AAA? What? Why? On your what? phone. What do you mean trip ticks? For what? Before the phones and all the apps, you had to go to AAA and like say, I'm oh. driving to Florida. Right. Give me the maps. And they would <laughs> map it out and hand you a trip yes. tick. Do you understand that, like, like convincing Madeline that I actually one day had a map, a physical map in my hand to show me where I was going. She still falls down laughing when I tell her that she thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. It's like you guys had a head of you, you held the map in your hand. I said, yeah. She's like, why? <laughs> because we didn't have the ability to know where there was no GPS Madeline. Yeah. She's like, that's awful. She goes, you, you to get like lost? read the signs and look at a map. <laughs> so you get lost? I'm like, all the time. All the time. All the time. Huge fights. Marriages ended over this. Like, oh, it was oh, just oh. horrible. Oh, we almost, yeah. Oh, I remember yeah. being witness to it a couple <laughs> times on the family trip. We went to Ocean City, Maryland every year. Actually, Bethany Beach, Delaware from Pittsburgh. It was the same route. We got lost every year. Oh. My mom and dad had blowouts. Yeah, After missing an exit, historic blows. being at the wrong thing. Oh yeah, you almost had. You're right. So, so people are coming to Vegas for this. The league unveiled this morning a three you're day. Going to be here a three day event called NBA Con. So like Comic Con, but NBA Con. I don't July seventh, like eighth, and ninth to open up the NBA Summer League. Fans will have the opportunity to meet and interact with current and past players. And a list of commitments for this year includes number one pick, Victor Wembayama, oh. Scoot, Scoot Henderson, who played here in Las Vegas for the Ignite, who could be the second pick in the draft mm. if things fall the way that they're supposed to. Right. And then Hall of Famers Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Michael Conley, Trey Young, CJ McCollum, Therese Halliburton. The league is saying it'll be a celebration of the best hoops culture, including interactive experiences, a chance to mingle with players, conversations featuring NBA personalities, the opportunity to play in open runs with other fans, injury central right there, fashion and footwear exhibits and live musical performances. Yes, I know what I'm doing for those three days. <laughs> You're going to go to it? Go buy the gear. Go buy all the all the hats and the jerseys and all the fun stuff. Sounds like I'll be there at least once. Yeah, we'll be taking. I guess I'm gonna have to get figure out how to get the kids in there. Oh yeah, I it, it, I, I, that'll that. be expensive because I mean the the UFC learned that like if you make it relatively cheap, a lot of people will come and a lot of people will be a part of it. They're and not so, making it relatively cheap. Nothing is relatively cheap here right now. Yeah, nothing. This is going to be very expensive. You think so? Flights are yes, flights are expensive right now to come here. There's people in the chat talking about coming for, you know, the, the live well, flying anywhere is expensive right now. It is super expensive. That's like I, I mean, if if I fly, I would fly from Vegas to Nashville, Nashville to Boston, and then Boston to Vegas. So it's three legs to do this flight, and the cheapest flight that I found was like eight hundred dollars each. Yeah, it's going to be expensive. I was like, man, I was like, that's just like, and then there's hotel and then there's dresses. And then there's yep. like, it's like, I just don't, I, I told my friend, I was like, can I, 
she asked for like on, on the 22nd is a date we have to tell in. And she's like, just tell me on the date. It's fine. Like figure right. it out. I was like, all right. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I haven't seen her in a long time. She's it's her second marriage and she's super it's a small wedding. It's gonna be really cute and fun to be there. And I could show Madeline the South. She's never been to Nashville. Right. So I could show her the Country Music Hall of Fame. She's a huge Taylor Swift fan. So we're take her to the Taylor Swift exhibit at the Country Music Hall of Fame and blah, blah, blah. So like, I don't know. And Nissan is based in Nashville, so I can get I can get cars there. So it all right, you know, it all works out. But I just don't know if it's gonna be swingable or not to be able to to pull that off. So mm. you know, we'll figure this out. But that week is gonna be very busy now <laughs> because it's the fourth of July. Right. And it's the, the UFC fight is on, I think that same day. Oh boy. Um is that a Saturday? I mean, normally it is, uh, yeah. I well, mean no, the, let's see. When's the 4th of July? July 4th is a Tuesday. So right. Friday the 7th, Saturday the 8th. 789 is Friday. Yeah, UFC 290 is on July 8th at T-Mobile Arena. Oh, boy. So you have UFC Fight Week that week and you an NBA con. You have NBA games for the Summer League happening at T-Mobile, at, at Thomas and Mac, mm. and UFC 290, which is Volkanovski fighting against Yaya Rodriguez, which is going to be an unbelievable fight, and it's an unbelievable card. Mm. Brandon, Brandon Moreno is fighting uh, for, for his belt. So, I mean, in 290, I want to be back because I want to go to that card. I want us to cover. I want us to go to that okay. card. All so right. I'll, I want to be, nice I'll be, I'll be, I'll be back for that. Okay. All right. You'll be, be back for that. Okay. Yeah. For us to be able to be able to go All right. to cover that. And, and that's why it's really kind of funny. That's always a monster card. And it's always one of the least attended attended cards from the media perspective because everyone's on vacation. Correct. So if you're here, but I'll tell you what, the action on that card is such a boom for the sports books. That July card was always a big deal. Big, it's always a big fight because it's always usually yeah competitive fight big fights. Oh yeah, they do up. it right. They and it there's right. a lot of people in town. Yep. For other things like, and that attracts them as well. Like, so they wrap around like they'll they'll go to this NBA thing. It's really fun walking around Vegas during NBA summer league stuff. Oh, it's and awesome. Seeing all these tall dudes. Yep walking around you're just like right and so many of them are just nondescript international players who are just here for a cup of coffee with the nba because they got to fill up their rosters they got to fill up the summer league rosters so but the number one picks normally play like remember when zion played in the yes remember the the earthquake that happened during the zion game oh my god do i remember i was working (laughs) remember that oh i was sitting at the desk in the risk room and I was like, what the is that? And it's like, I think it, it got, it was only me and one other guy. He's like, I yeah. think it's an earthquake. I'm an earthquake. Like the whole thing shook. And then somebody called. Yeah. Trying to bet the Reds for two dimes. <laughs> they, got, they got everybody. It's an earthquake. Here. Yeah. Can't, we can't and take anything was, right yeah, now. Yeah. And the guy was like, well, can I still lock in the line? It's 112. I'm like, <laughs> tell him to call back. And just get, yeah. Just you can have two dimes going. I'm still locking the line. Come yeah. on, bro. We gotta building's go shaking. Yeah. The whole building is shaking. Everyone's in the, having to go and do their thing. Like, what are we talking about? Like, what are we doing here? That was an all timer. Oh, yeah. So that's, I mean, it's always so like that's when Bayama is going to have Yon, it's going to have that type of exposure, I think. That's gonna gonna be so people, so many people are gonna want to be a part of that. Yeah, that guy's gonna be that guy seven foot five walking around is gonna be wild. <laughs> Just to see him on the strip, like, yeah, wow, you're not small. Like you're, you're not a small human being. You're large. Can you hear my dog barking? Oh, for sure. 
what is going on? Something he's in his crate flipping out. Something bad. No, just someone's here, probably. Somebody is doing whatever at the house. That's that, that that's gonna be the crazy next week. I gotta like board them up and like put them somewhere because they're painting the house next week. Oh. The dogs are gonna be losing their minds when all the guys are on ladders and everything else, looking in the windows and everything else that they're gonna be doing. So Okay. It's just gonna be kind of kind of nuts. I have no idea what's going on because there's nobody. You wanna go door. see? Go see. Oh, there is somebody at my door. Uh oh. Oh, oh, okay. I, I, I know what they're here to do. Okay. They're, they're here to do stuff. Yeah, we're fine. We'll, we'll just go for another 10 minutes and then we'll be good. The, 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 dogs, the dogs will relax. All right, let's talk hockey tonight. Carolina is a big favorite in game one against Florida. Florida was has been phenomenal on the road this year and yet here in the playoffs. And here they are again as as road dogs. Total is five and a half. The t- the- now you just froze. Snap your fingers. You're gone. Snap. Good. Oh, now you're back. Yeah, I saw me snap. I saw me pop back on. It okay. always resets itself. What first let's talk about the side. Uh, who is more likely to want a low scoring game tonight? Who Carolina. Like? I think it's both. You think Florida wants low scoring? Oh yeah. Really? Didn't they just win a low scoring game series against the, the Maple Leafs? They did. Every game yeah. went under, right? Yeah, they did. So I, I don't know. I mean, that was Toronto. Road team. I thought, I thought they, was they Toronto. won a low-scoring game too. I don't think you. I, I mean, I think it's equal. I don't think either team. Huh. Second, did that just move to six? It should be. It should, it should be six. Yes, that's what it should be. Hold on. Two now, hold on. Moved. All right, go ahead. Go talk get the dog. I'll talk to the people. Hi, people. Gorov, have a great vacation, whatever you decide to do. I just looked down in the chat. One star Gorov's going on vacation. Won't be around in the chat. Uh, Addison likes when I say snap your fingers. That is the best. When his dog barks, it's so ridiculous. That little the dog's like this big. Big bark, this big. Just want to bam, can't do it. Um, I don't know. Next week, boys, we're going to do a, a little bit different of a show. So, boys and girls. So, we'll let you know about Sorry. that tomorrow. He got out of his. He was out of his crate. Got out of his crate. Yeah, the the guys are working in the house, and he got, he got out of his crate. That's why he was barking so loudly. He was like at my door, barking. So that's why. So we're good. Sorry, I just run him. How did all get out of the crate? So his name is Ninja for a reason because he has the ability to get out of things. Bam! He can climb. He's the first dog I've ever seen that can climb a fence. It's My nuts. Dog Charlie figured out how to jiggle yes. a lock. That's what he does. Yeah. Gate. Hmm? We had to have a lock thing like put in cover. So yep. the dog, yeah. So it can't. <laughs> right. Because the way it was, he fi- she figured out that she could move her paw, flip it up with her nose yep. or something, and boom, I'm yep. free. Yep. So yeah. Digit does the same. He no. has long nails. Almost. So he takes he takes it and he knows if he Hits it hard enough, it'll pop open. <laughs> he just has to hit it like really hard. He goes crazy. His nails catch and then it will rip open. And so he's free. When he really wants to get free, he can get free. So he heard the people coming to work on the house and flipped out. So next week will be, well, I guess Monday. Should we make the announcement, by the way, on what's happening on Monday? Or do I it just, on Roll Call Friday? I just hinted that to, to them while you were gone. Oh, good. The show is going to be a little bit different next week. Yeah, we should take two days. We should say it now because it's going to take a couple of days to get people's attention on this. Say it now. All right. So on Monday, I was save it for BBB bonus time. 
No, we should tell everybody this because it's important because okay. we, we won't be on Sports Grid. So Sports Grid, should, you guys who watch it on Sports Grid know that on Monday and Tuesday of next week, it's going to be a best of. You're not going to have a live show because no video for BVB. The show will be on Twitter on Monday and Tuesday. Dave is going to be in Ohio. We're going to do a Twitter Spaces BVB. So the show will be the same, except it will just be audio live on Twitter. And then it's recorded so you could go listen to it later. Yeah. And well, I'm we'll gonna, go, I we'll think, go I into the can, podcast. That's what I got to figure out if I can okay. download it. Okay. Because I would rather not have to record it. I can take it and do it in real time. It was just to take two hours to do. It would be annoying as hell, but I could do it um, to put it on the podcast. Because Twitter made the announcement this morning that they are now going to allow up to two hours of video to be posted. What in the hell is it doing? I think they, they're setting it up for a porn site, but that's beyond me. But it's, I have no idea what they're doing. Why do you need two hours of video? Like, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> wait, did you just say what? I think that's what I, I think the happiest people on the planet are going to be the, 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 the porn bots. hundred percent, hundred percent. You can post a full porn on Twitter now. It's ridiculous. I'm just telling you, that's what's going to happen. I didn't even think I was thinking like shows and stuff. No, that's that's what? not that's, that's not what's going to happen. You, you, you're going to get two hour porn videos being put up there. I, I don't know what Twitter is doing with this, but Twitter made the announcement that they're two hour videos. So we're going to be using Twitter more. We're going to start to do more things because because we have Twitter Blue, the, the at Boston versus the book is a Twitter verified account, and we're going to start to utilize some of the tricks and techniques that are now available on Twitter, and one of which is doing the show on Twitter, literally, not live on video on Twitter. Although, maybe on Tuesday, I don't know, because you, uh, we'll we'll see how Monday goes, because technically you could be on your phone, and we technically could do it on StreamYard and put it on Twitter. It would be the same thing. Oh, It would be the same thing. So we'll do Monday just audio, but we'll see how it goes. If it doesn't go as well as we want it to go, then on Tuesday, we potentially could just do it on Twitter as well in StreamYard. All right. And so it won't look like this. It, it, it will look, it will, it will, it will be on, actually, we actually could do it on, on YouTube too, technically. Just have you tap in the same way on your phone. Just hold it up. And I don't know about Brother Doug's, if he got sketchy Wi-Fi and all this other stuff. I don't know. Yeah, so we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, so, so we're gonna, we're gonna yeah, we'll see where you are. If you have good Wi-Fi or you have good Coast reception. Time, it's going to be all messed up in the middle of the day. I don't know what the hell I'm going to be doing. It's afternoon. Them. Not middle of the day. It's going to be afternoon for you. Yeah, it's going to be a mess. I mean, it's, it's, it's <laughs> but the one benefit is the show could be an hour. It doesn't have to be an hour and right. 30 minutes. We're not, right, we're, right, not, right, we're, we're not beholden to anything. So no. if you guys are watching on Sports Grid, just know Monday, Tuesday will not be on. It will be a replay show on Monday or Tuesday for next week. Yeah. For you guys who follow the show, have, if you don't follow us on Twitter, do it at Boston versus the book. Right. And there'll be a Twitter spaces version because Dave's going to be out. It might be something we do more when I go on vacation, Dave goes on vacation. It might be the way that we kind of do it as we're on. Wait, are we going on vacation together? No, but like oh, I'm well, leaving, I mean, you're leaving. Could, like not, there's going to be yet. more, be more things where we're going to be gone and doing different yeah. things. It's the summertime, so this is when people scatter and go do stuff. So you're going to Seattle with with your daughters. So there's just different things going At on. The end of the week, right? So this week I'm going to Ohio, right? I'll tell you guys tomorrow where because I'm going to put it out that I'm going to be. Oh, brother Doug and I are going to go somewhere. And either hang out, watch games, go to a book, watch games. We're going to do something. Okay. And I know there's a people, a lot of close people in that area, 
Right. I fully expect to see like JC from KC at some point. Okay. Because he's in Cleveland. Uh, he might be close. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> We're going to announce it tomorrow. Where are you going to uh, be? I want to meet some people. Well, we got to meet some brigade. How close people. is Columbus to Cleveland? I don't even know. It ain't that far. Really? No, oh, I thought a couple hours. Oh, okay. It ain't that's that good. far. Oh, all right. That's good. I don't know. Google it. How many people? Uh, <laughs> did, did somebody tell me. How far is it from Cleveland to Columbus? Brother Doug said it ain't far at all. Columbus is three hours from Pittsburgh. I know that. Depending on what the card game situation may be. Uh, two hours and six minutes. I was two right. Two hours and six minutes to Cleveland. Yeah, I thought so. I was like, it's not that close. <laughs> it's, it's actually that pretty far. What? That's kind of far. Is it? Two hour drive each way? Yeah. It's kind of like, like Akron's close to Cleveland, not Columbus. I ain't going to Akron. Nothing no. against Akron. But I mean, I ain't going to Akron. See yeah, Cleveland, I think Cleveland might be closer to Pittsburgh than Columbus. How far is it from Cleveland to Pittsburgh? Two hours. According to this, two hours and seven minutes. So it's equal distance. Okay. That's wild. It's like a triangle. It would be under. It would be under. For me. If you were driving. Oh, 141 miles. You kidding me? That's that's an hour and 20 minutes. You're that's setting nothing. land speed records. What's no, wrong I'm with not. You? That's not bad at all. 85 to 90. No, that's 90 miles in an hour is what I would drive. 88 to 90. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's easy. They're taking that's... you to jail. <laughs> <laughs> they're taking you to jail if you drive that fast on that. No, they're not. Like, Cleveland's not going to be. No, not Ohio. Ohio's people, especially that part of Ohio. There's nothing between Columbus and Cleveland. Just farmland. Open that baby up. Let's go. <laughs> Zip your way there. I bet KC from. I, I I bet you know. I bet our guy JC from KC can do it in an hour and a half. Ninety minutes, Columbus to Cleveland. Oh, also, man. which part of Cleveland is it too? Man, oh. I, I remember last time what? I was in the last time I was in oh. Cleveland. Oh, that's when I moved back from Des Moines. I did I did the drive in and I slept there for four hours. It was that bad. Oh man. Well, no, I wasn't that I wanted to get out of there. I was it was a stopover, just I needed to just rest because I was trying to get there. I was trying to get home as fast as possible. So I did I left Des Moines, drove 10 to Cleveland, slept for four hours, got up, drove eight to Boston. <laughs> Just literally to pass out. I remember just rolling. I was so tired. When I, I, I don't remember anything about Cleveland except I just got to the. It was a whole, like a whole holiday inn or something, and just was like I just crashed for four hours and then got up and like four hours. That's it. Yeah, it was just like I couldn't sleep. I wanted to get home. I'd been gone for so long. All of my stuff was being shipped, so it was just me and my cat and my stuff in my car, and I just went. <laughs> just drove and drove and drove to get home right and, and i remember driving on the mass pike i was delirious after driving 18 hours to get to, to, to get home but i was just wanted to get home it was it was yeah it was it was a winter time and it was i was so tired it was a lot of fun though but yeah that was the last time i was in cleveland a long time ago 12 10 years ago 11 years ago been a while for me i know that when was the last time you were in the midwest not home but like a midwest Took the kids back because uh, Jess went to Ohio Northern. Oh, nice. So we probably went, uh, kids were, this is probably 12 years ago. We went to Pittsburgh and then we went to Columbus and saw Brother Doug and his kids at the time. He didn't have the third yet. but um, And then we did a little tour of her college friends and we went to a couple really farm places and 
I kept saying, please get me back to somewhere with buildings and not silos. And there was way too many animals and all this other stuff. We were in some places in Ohio. I can't even remember the names of them, but it's probably been 12 years. The kids were uh, 19, 17. Wait, this is just a real, real, we're talking about states. Yeah. There's a report that just came out an hour uh-huh. ago uh-huh. that states the Big 12 might be adding UConn. Come on. Uh, Come I, on. I, I, I mean, what? This is the dumbest. If that happens, that is the dumbest move. Are they going to play football? Well, UConn plays football, but UConn's an independent right now. They can't play Big Ten football. Big the 12 football. football team. Big is, 12. God. Oh, I thought you said Big Ten. No, 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 Big 12 football. That's even worse. That's Correct. further. Correct. They're trying. I mean, my goodness. What the are Big we Twi- doing? Oh, right. What, are we, what doing? are we doing? If that's if that's even come close to happening. I love realignment doing? talk. I love shuffling around. It's super fun to watch these teams move around. But there are some dumb moves that get made and dumb decisions. UConn just won the national championship in basketball. You're going to leave the Big East. You just joined the Big East. You're going to go join the Big 12 now? What? Like, what are you doing? What? This is dumb. Like, that's just, that's stupid. I know everything's about football. I get that. But like, you're the national champion in basketball. You're in the Big East. You're where you're supposed to be. Don't go play Midwest basketball. Stay on the East Coast. Play where it's supposed to. Play Nova. Now, you're, now I know first thing, wait a minute. Isn't Omaha? Isn't Creighton in the mid? Yes. Marquette. Yes. I get that. But the vast majority of schools in the Big East are on the East Coast. Providence, Georgetown, blah, blah, blah. No, it's a bad idea. Dumb idea. Oh. For you guys who are on Sports Grid, thank you so much for watching. We appreciate it. For you guys who are watching live on YouTube and Twitter, stick around because it's time for BVB bonus time. All right. Better to book it time. Yep. Dave likes it. We bet it. Dave doesn't. We book it. Under 227, Lakers and the Nuggets tonight. Good number. I'll book it. I, I, I just think it plays more to the, the way it played. It wasn't enough. It was 30 points off. I mean, you got a two-point adjustment. Makes sense. Good play. I'll book it. Okay. Lakers plus five and a half. I understand this play. I'm rooting against this play. <laughs> I don't want to see the Lakers win a game because then they got a chance to win a series, and that's they, all everybody's going to talk about. But they have a chance to win the series. But I think we have to bet this one. Yeah. I, this is, I, this, I don't want to see this win. Yeah. I want to see the Nuggets. I'd love to see them win by 10, 12, 15 points. Right. Right. Everybody, the Lakers leaving with the towels over their necks and heads going, I don't know what happened. All the Denver people pumping their chest. We told you they're the best team and our best home record. That's our MVP. All that other stuff. I hope it's Denver, but I think you got to bet this. Under one and a half goals in the first period, Florida, Carolina. Carolina is three and 12. Florida, three and 11 to a first period over. What's the price of this? Minus 110, I believe. That's it? Or 120. I think it's what I got. Hold on. Let me double check and see what First I actually what, period. What I Let's see we what got. I got. What did I get last? Oh, night? yeah. One and a half over 20, over a quarter, over 15. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Surprising. I, I think it's minus 105. I think it's, I got one. I got minus 105. Yeah, I got minus 105. Okay. That's circuit last night. Minus 105. All right. So betting and booking it. I mean, I like this. It's one nothing after one. 
I would agree. And I'm gonna thre- I'm gonna try to thread the needle over five and a half of the game. Minus one twenty. Under big, first period, big second period. Me. So what I'm doing is under the first period. Yeah. Second period, live bet to the over. Uh-huh. Game over. Mm. Nothing, like nothing that. after one, two, yeah. one, two, one after two, mm. four, two, four, two final. Four, two final. That makes no, that's, that's good. That's good scenario. Um, I'll book it. Okay. I think it's three, two, three, one, three, one. Yeah. You know just what like Carolina, Toronto. you, just it's like funny because Florida plays over games. You keep on referencing the Toronto series for instance, but the Carolina series, every game of the last went five, over. but one went over, over. I know. So I think Florida and Carolina, I think every game of this series might go over. I think this is a high scoring series. Carolina can score. I think Florida is perfectly comfortable playing up-tempo hockey. Toronto was why those games were going under, not Florida. Florida scored all those goals against the Bruins. They want to play offensive up-tempo hockey. And I think Carolina is going to play it with them. Okay. Five and a half is too low. We'll see. This is why we have the show. We talk about this on go back and forth. Favorite thing about today is what? Oh, my goodness. Well. I mean, we started the show off with it. I'm going to finish the show with it. It was okay. meeting those guys yesterday. Yeah. That was really fun. Um, trying to explain it to my wife and daughters who were, we were out to dinner, and I was like, I got to go. I'm like, where are you going? I'm going to circuit to see P-Roll. Well, what are you guys doing? We're meeting a couple people who watch the show. What? <laughs> yeah, they're in town. They took pictures and made hats and took pictures of them in the hats at different places in Vegas, which was awesome. Ryan and Dave, great job with that. Yeah, like that's, you know, fun stuff. Like, I love it. But they reached out and asked you if we could meet and we Mm -hmm. did. And just listen to people's stories, man. It was it was uh, I I love taking the time and, and, and learning different things and, you know. I mean, the offer was made when you come to Indianapolis, we're going to go do this. We're going right. to go do that. I'll make sure we take care of this. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, let's just enjoy being here right now. And I'll definitely tell you when we get to Indianapolis. Um, that's why, you know, I'm looking forward to this little getaway for me for a couple of days as the gas tank is on empty um, and we can breathe a little bit. Recharge, yeah. Recharge, and 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 because these conversations that we keep having, that was my other favorite thing about today was the yesterday's conversation with the with the guy in Milwaukee. Yeah, the lights are finding each other. We're doing it every day here. The lights are finding each other. So keep it up, boys and girls. Keep working. Keep just building whatever ideas. Reach out. Ask the BVB at gmail.com. At Sports Talk, Matt, tweet me at Sports B Cake and Sig, and I'll respond back. Um, The show, Boston versus the book. We're almost to 5,000 followers. It's great. It's happening, man. It's happening. Keep going. My favorite thing about today is that this is the 350th episode of the Bostonian versus the book. 350. This is our 350th episode. 
The first episode we put out there was a teaser episode. It wasn't a real episode. So the, we're at 351 if you're following on the counter, but we're at 350 for official shows. And it's always nice just to kind of recognize and, and, and look back and talk about what where the show is and where the show is going. But last night is, you know, we try to crystallize what we're doing and who we're talking to and the light, you just said it. I think it's really accurate. Like we're trying, I believe this show could be, we want to be on the positive side of things. We want to be on the, there's a lot of negativity in the world, a lot of negativity in the media space, a lot of negativity in the sports gambling space. A lot of people who say things, you know, fuck that team, fuck that guy. You oh, know. we can swear now. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, all, all the things that happen, all those things that go that go down where people are, you know, losing whatever bet that they make or some guy misses a free throw and someone, you know, goes crazy because something happens. And it's like, yeah, we we do have our fun. And yes, I, I love hearing the people when they're like, you know, that Connecticut rant's pretty funny. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I kind of explain the whole backstory. And they're like, oh, now I got to get it and blah, blah, blah. It's nice that people have, we've been doing the show long enough that there's things that people can refer to that are, are like a year ago, like things that have been part of the show for a while and bits that we talked about and things that we either predicted that came true or things that predicted we didn't come true. And it's, it's nice that people, you guys take the time to remember and to think and to interact with us and to talk about it with us. And, and, and we know that we make a mark and that's really what's exciting is that, you know, it's may. Okay. This is the doldrum times. Most shows are crickets and you guys keep us fired up and tomorrow's shows will be gigantic because tomorrow's roll call Friday and everybody will be jacking up and jumping up and down because it's roll call Friday. So happy three fifty! If you were there at the beginning, we thank you. If you're new, (laughs) welcome. Got three, we've got 350 more to go. Hopefully you'll stick around for all of them. Amazing. It's that's, that's, that's great stuff. Good call. Three, five, Oh, it'll be area codes tomorrow. Roll call Friday. We'll talk about what we're going to do next week. We're going to change it up a little bit. We can't do any of it without you. Nope. That's that's just that's just fact. And but do us First a favor. Tell your fellow brigade member this is happening on Monday and Tuesday. And if they don't have Twitter, I, I just say sorry. <laughs> like, I'll try my hardest. But, like, I know people are going to get pissed off. They're like, I don't have Twitter. Okay, I'm sorry. This is just going to be – we're going to do, do it because Dave's going to be out of town, and it's simple, and it's easy. And as we mentioned, right. Twitter is expanding your ability to do stuff. So we're going to do it on the BVB Twitter account, at Boston versus the book, coming up for the show on Monday and Tuesday. So just tell your fellow people. But it's, you know, the last day of school – it works for me too because the last day of school is Tuesday. Right. And and Madeline gets out of school at 12. <laughs> so it's <Right. laughs> my Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of next week, <laughs> Monday, Tuesday of next week. It's it's a hell week for parents. If yeah. you've got kids, you know yeah. what it's like when the kids exactly. get out of school. So yeah. until we get to the month of June, she starts going to camp for three weeks. So that's get me to June, please. <laughs> and then we're going to have it be a lot easier. Just get her to camp and then I can do the show in peace. Otherwise she's going to be barging in here and going like, can I talk to Mr. Dave? Oh, yeah, yeah, Maddie. So get in the call. chat, man. Yeah. Right. Roll call Friday tomorrow. Everybody tomorrow. hit the like button, subscribe button. Matt and Dave, we're back tomorrow for an RCF. Hey, baby.